0: Welcome to the JD Remedy. Hello my love buckets, welcome back to another episode of the JD Remedy. Thank you so much for tuning in this week guys. Okay, before we get into today's episode, I need to talk about, it's not a recommendation, it's a what the fuck happened okay it's about <laughs> sex in the city but it's not called sex in the city it's called and just like that and you know what it's ridiculous the it, it's okay past the first episode you have to get past the first episode but it's like first of all it's just weird without samantha right like they didn't kill her off but they might as well have um obviously spoilers if you haven't watched it then just skip this part but I'm going to talk about it. The The fact that I think they got so much shit when they first filmed Sex and the Sea or like the reviews when they finally closed, a lot of people were saying, you know, it's an all-white cast. It's all female. Like obviously the writers will do whatever they want. But I think they took that feedback and fucking vomited it all over this season. It's like every gender, every pronoun, every race every sexuality, every spirituality, it's like they're trying really hard to cover every single base. And I'm very, I'm all for inclusivity. Is that a word? Inclusivity? I'm all for being inclusive. (laughs) I'm all for being inclusive. However, I think it's like, we get it. You're trying to keep up with the times. Like we get it um it's yeah they've jammed every single possibility of 2021 into like one episode um and I don't know it was weird to watch it was weird to watch also you fucking you kill off big in the first episode like what I think they had to do something dramatic because if they didn't have that I don't know what they would do with the storyline I don't think people would be enticed enough to like watch it but I think similar with friends like They didn't do any more filming, and the directors said it perfectly. Because to film a reunion season, it would mean that we would have to undo all of the beautiful endings. And that is fucking spot on, nail on the head. Because you know what? That's what they've done in Sex in the City. Big died. You know, Miranda and Steve don't have sex anymore, they feel like friends. I forgot the two gay guys' names, the ones that are married. They're divorced. It's like you've literally unwritten all the happy endings. And it's like, just let it die. Just let it finish. Now they're all older. And you know what? Miranda, the character, she is fucking beautiful. She's aged gracefully. She has gray hair, like no Botox, nothing. She looks beautiful the other women like I'm not I don't want to downgrade women like do what you do do you want to do to make yourself feel good but it's like they're trying to prolong looking young and it's like the movie's supposed to be set 40 years later or however the fuck long it is 20 years later I've <laughs> no concept of time but you know what I'm trying to say like just let it just let it finish <laughs> And if you're not going to let it finish, be the age that you're supposed to be. Like they still dress Carrie like a fucking 20 year old running around New York City. She has like these long ass blonde extensions. Like she still dresses like a fucking 20 year old. It's like. And, and you know what really frustrated me is Charlotte. I thought Charlotte's character, unless I'm missing something, like correct me if I'm wrong. But I didn't I don't think Charlotte was this snobby in Sex in the City. She becomes this, like, really pretentious, like, snobby person. Everything has to be, like, immaculate. Everything has to be high quality. Like, she, her daughter doesn't want to wear a dress. And she's like, you have to wear a dress. We all match. I bought you this really expensive dress. You have to wear it. And she hosts a dinner party. And she, like, starts talking about who they know that's black that they can invite to their party. So they have a black person at their friend It's at their party. It's like... When did you become this pretentious, like, snobby asshole? And I don't like this Charlotte. I, I loved Charlotte in Sex the City. Like, I don't know if I'm missing something, but I feel she wasn't like that. Anyway, yeah, I'm just really frustrated. And now Carrie, now that Biggs died, Carrie's moved into her old apartment. And you can see that she's starting to, like, go back into that um, lifestyle that she was when she was single. And it's like, are we literally just, it's like a, it's a circle, a circle we're just gonna be right back where we were at episode one season one (laughs) just leave it let it die it would have ended beautifully the way it did like everyone was happily married everyone got back together like oh they've ruined it honestly they ruined it so yeah don't watch it if you really enjoyed sex and the City, don't watch it because it just ruins everything for you even though even if you haven't seen it this is probably ruined it because you've just listened to the spoilers but yeah it's frustrating Anyway, let's get into today's episode. I'm not someone who talks politics like I really hate it. I think it's inappropriate. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Never push your judgments onto people, you know, that kind of thing. But I am raging today. There's a few things I want to talk about today in terms of what I've learned from 2021 and the biggest thing that's pissing me off right now is this goddamn vaccine and these restrictions in WA. I'm recording this on I don't even know what day it is. Holiday mode was activated a long time ago. It's currently the 27th of December, and as of today, one new local co- one new local case of COVID was um, detected, and all of the New Year's Eve events were cancelled. The thing that frustrates me is I get that we're like keeping people safe or whatever, although I'm really losing faith in that motivation. But, you know, we get pushed into vaccines and, you know, restrictions are in place if you're not vaccinated. You know, we need to get to a certain percentage of vaccinations to go back to normal. We need to learn to live with COVID, blah, blah, blah. I'm double vaxxed and I still can't do anything that unvaccinated people can't, can anyway, like, all of the events are cancelled. Um, we still have to wear masks, so I'm just like, "What's it for?" Like, I'm I'm someone that I really like sticking to the rules. Like, I'm a very rule book orientated per- person. I like structure. I like authority. Like, I just that's just how I live my life. But I'm losing fucking motivation to follow the rules because for what purpose am I following the rules if I'm still going to get punished? Things are still going to get taken away from me. Um, you know, like COVID is going to happen. Like, it's sorry to say it, but it's like survival is the fittest, right? You either choose to get vaccinated or you don't. It's completely up to you. If you get sick, you get sick. If you die, you die. And I know that's horrible to say, but like it's been two fucking years. How long is this shit going to go on? Western Australia are opening their borders I think February next year like if we lock down the whole fucking state (laughs) and put all these rules in place just from one case like what do they expect is going to happen when we open the borders in February like far out and what's most frustrating to Western Australians right now is the horse races are still going ahead on New Year's so still a large event with multiple people, but you can gamble. You can gamble on the horse races. Like the casino is still open and the horse races are still open. So everyone's like, why the fuck are we putting so much positivity and ease of restrictions around gambling? Like the whole music and arts and entertainment industry is suffering right now. I'm not sure if you'd still be able to see it by the time this comes out, but my Instagram story feed right now, It's just screenshots of every single event that's been canceled, how many jobs were lost, how many, how much money they put into these events, like nearly 800,000 to a million dollars just to prepare for this event and hiring staff and building stages, like permits, everything you can think of, like to make New Year's Eve go ahead. And they have this guided checklist that they have to follow in terms of, you know, keeping everyone safe and following COVID restriction guidelines and they have a checklist that they need, and everybody was within those perimeters and boundaries, and poured all this money into it, hoping that they can go ahead just for fucking Mark McGowan to be like, no, well, not anymore. It's just like if we had a TAB fucking outlet at every festival, would we allowed to be like, would we allowed to go ahead <laughs> if we can bet on something when we go to the festival? Well, would you let us go ahead? It's just ridiculous. And I'm running high on emotions. Like, I think that's the only reason I'm talking about it. But, you know, it's unfair for people to say, you know, like, we've got it easier than the rest of the world and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but this is still people's livelihoods. Like, one side of it is everybody is losing their job in the industry, everyone's lost a whole bunch of money. But, you know, for some people, For me as well, like this was something to look forward to. We've had a we've had a rough fucking couple of years. Like for me, my mental health, like I look I look forward to these kind of events. Like my happy place is music festivals. Like I like to dress up. I like to meet new people. I want to dance like just listening to music with a live stage and dancing in a mosh pit. Like no one will understand unless you go how much joy that brings to people. Like give people something to look forward to. And it, I just don't think it is necessary for people to take the piss out of people that are upset that the events are canceled. Like, of course, we're fucking upset. Like, when we go into lockdown and people give people shit for complaining that they can't get their hair done and when people are dying around the world, like, yeah, true, but we are still entitled to get upset if we can't go to our hair appointment. Like, you don't know what that hair appointment means to someone. It's their confidence. It's, you know, the one thing that they do for themselves. Maybe they're going through a really fucking rough patch with their mental health or a divorce or something. Like, we shouldn't judge people for being upset that the things they love are being taken away from them. And especially if we've done everything right and we're double vaxxed, We still have to wear masks. Events are still cancelled. So it's like, what the fuck is the point in playing by the rules anymore if everything's going to be the same? Like, my unvaccinated friend, her and I are in the same boat right now. I'm vaccinated. She's not. We still have the same restrictions. At least if let the event go ahead for vaccinated people, like, that would be understandable, right? Like, there's less chance. Like, I don't even know the science behind the difference like why we still have to wear masks if we're vaccinated like i'll put a disclaimer out there obviously i don't know all the health facts and the scientific facts and i'm not a doctor or anything i'm just speaking by what i see like they never explain anything in their press conferences they just say these are the new rules like they don't explain why it's just like hey everything's been taken away from me last minute too bad like too bad if you follow the rules too bad if you're double vaxed like doesn't fucking matter. Like the same rules apply to everyone else. And it's just so disheartening. And for once, and again, I'm someone that follows the rules and I have agreed up until this point why it's keeping us safe, but I'm like losing connection with reality at the moment. And I just don't trust it anymore. I'm very unmotivated to do the right thing right now because it's like, for what? Like, I don't want to go get my booster shot now because it's like, why the fuck? Because I got sick from both shots. I was sick for like a week or two with flu, the flu symptoms. Like, why the fuck would I put myself through that again and take time off work for a booster shot that's not going to give me any different to someone that's unvaccinated? Like, it's all speculation at this point as to if it even works. Like, they literally came out and said, the vaccine you currently have is not going to help you if you get Omicron. Like what <laughs> so I'm losing a lot of faith and losing trust I'm losing motivation to do the right thing and stay on track um and again no judgment to anyone that feels the opposite but I'm just voicing my opinion and it's getting really difficult to try and want to do the right thing if it's just constantly met with I don't know <laughs> what's the word to use but it's very frustrating so I'm very frustrated as you can tell so, yeah, that's what's going on in Perth as of today. There is a huge uproar, especially from the events community. Um, but, yeah, uh, obviously over Christmas and today, I think it went for like five or six days, there's been a heat wave in Perth, the hottest Boxing Day and, and Christmas Day on record. I think it reached 43 or 44 degrees Celsius. Um, for anyone that's not in Australia, that's fucking hot. <laughs> Literally, yeah, if you weren't out, if you weren't inside in the air con, you were outside in water. It was just so uncomfortably disgusting, like that kind of heat where you just couldn't breathe. Um, so obviously all of the events were cancelled over Christmas and Boxing Day as well. So yeah, most of the people that I know were either inside in the air con or outside in a pool. Um, it was just too hot to even do anything. It's ridiculous. Uh, global warming is real, people. <laughs> Dave and Adabra tried to warn us, okay? It's coming. So, yeah, two things right there that 2021 has taught me is I'm losing trust in the government, which some people are going to hear that and be like, really, you're only just realizing. <laughs> um, honestly, though, I I just don't feel educated. I don't feel helped. I just kind of feel led on and like f- falsely misled and Given incorrect information, um, so it's taught me to just not give a fuck anymore because what's the point? The heat wave has taught me that global warming is real and it's fucking hot in WA. <laughs> and aircon or pull for the win because it's just disgustingly hot. Moving on to my next lesson from 2021. More on mental health in general. I, you guys know, if you've been listening to me for a while or you watch my YouTube channel, you'll know I've been going through my own mental health challenges for the last couple of years, Um, on and off. And, you know, seeing a psychologist on medication, doing everything that I possibly can. You know, I'm in the right um, environments with the right support, the right people. But, and I felt like I was going in a really good direction. And then, Um, suddenly just kind of fell off the bandwagon and was super depressed again. And I was talking to my psychologist about it and she said, you know, that's very normal. Um, We put so much pressure on ourselves once we quote unquote label ourselves as I'm okay now or I'm doing really good. If you start telling people that you feel great or you feel really good, it's almost like you're very shocked when one day you don't feel really good and you're almost embarrassed, or at least I was to talk about it because it's like, well, I've told all these people that, I feel good and I'm doing well. I'm like going to therapy and I'm on medication. And then it's like, I'm actually not doing okay, you know? So a lot of insights into what mental health is and what the journey looks like. And there's, you know, fucking twists and turns and you just have to be ready for the road ahead that you still are going to have really bad days. But when you do have those bad days, for me, the difference now between now and back then is I'm now aware of, when I'm having the bad days and I obviously have tools to help me through those bad days, which I've learned obviously through my programs and through my psych and stuff like that. That would be probably a big difference. Um, And just having people around you that you can say, hey, I'm actually not doing well anymore. Um, And just having close trusted people with you that you can reach out to and talk to. My plan is to not be on medication long term I actually tried to come off them because I was feeling good uh, and my doctor said no <laughs> I was like um but I don't want to be on them forever And she said yeah well if you come off them now like you'll just go back to where you were you have to um, be on it for at least a year and I'm like oh okay then so yeah that's what's going on with my medication I do want to come off I'm working really hard for my health at the moment coming into my next lesson It's just about the human body (laughs) and how we have no control over it. Um, I have been getting lots of blood tests and health appointments and stuff lately and found out among other things, um, I was very low in iron. So I had my first iron infusion, um, but I also tested as insulin resistant, um, which means my body is like having way too many carbs apparently. Um, And I just got really disheartened because I'm, I feel like I'm really healthy. Like I, exercise four to five times a week um i eat really healthy like i track my macros everything um but it just it's your body like if your body is just like not not having it like i don't i'm not using this few food appropriately and doing what it needs to do and she's like if you don't change it you'll be diabetic and i'm like what the fuck like i'm fit i'm healthy like this is not fair and just not having the education around food like she's like you need to change your diet I'm like, okay, but like, I, do, I am in contact with a nutritionist, but it fucking costs like everything just costs so much money. Like being healthy costs so much money. And I'm like, I don't have the money to spend on psychologists and nutritionists and chiros and like fucking hell, maybe I do need to start an OnlyFans, you know? <laughs> so, um, just the frustration of not being able to immediately change my diet because I don't know what it is about my diet. Um, you know, what carbs are good carbs and how much of the carbs should I have if I'm insulin resistant and, you know, like how to change the diet to improve that state of my body and, you know, to fucking not be diabetic. So that was really hard to hear um, and it has been challenging. Um, But yeah, it's all like hormones and my energy levels and it's just fucking all out of whack. And you know what? I'm just exhausted trying to maintain and keep up with my health like my health is really important to me which is why i give it so much attention and time that i do and money that i don't have but you know it is really important to me and i do want to feel better but it just it's such a long process you know (laughs) it it really is and obviously i know it goes without saying that there are other people that have way more serious health problems than i do um but i am in no way comparing myself to other people's situations just just what I've been going through you know so it's frustrating and I do look after myself but I'm going to continue to look after myself apparently just in different ways so whatever that looks like (laughs) I will find out fucking one one test and one console at a time so it brings me to another lesson from 2021 is kind of tied in with mental health but it's also like being assertive and setting boundaries. That's something I've really tried to work on this year is saying no to things, especially in the workplace. And it also ties in with, you know, I communicate with my guides a lot now that I've had like spiritual readings and I know that they send you signs and it's up to you whether you take them or not, but you know, they're there for a reason. And that's really resonated with me this year. Um, And now I really understand why I go through these episodes of like turmoil within myself like I just I feel super depressed and lost and unmotivated it happened it's happened at at least two career choices I've had in the past and I just think I'm lazy but I think it's just like my gut and my guides and everything saying like this is not your path like you know you want to be doing something else like do it do it do it and I get in these moods where I'm like fuck I just have this Motivation to be doing something else other than what I'm doing. And I get really sad because then I go to a job the next day where I'm not doing that. I'm not like fulfilling the other option that I know I want to do. Um, So I'm really learning what I have learned this year to really be in tune with my gut. Like, what is it saying? Even if it's a sacrifice to get there, like a down in pay or you lose something or, you know, short term pain for long term gain is what they say. Um, But really, my plan for next year would be to really be more in touch with my gut. Um, You know, is what you're currently doing serving, serving you? Is it your purpose? Like, does it make you want to get out of bed in the morning? And, you know, my guides have said to me, you have everything you need right now to make it happen. So don't be scared, you know, like just fucking do it. And that's so right. Like I have done so much learning and skill building, skill building, (laughs) skill building to get me to this point where I can make a certain lifestyle for myself and, and, you know, create my own business and help other people for in my business, not just in other people's businesses. So yeah, that has been a huge lesson and I just need to get the courage to just fucking just say, fuck it and do it and make something of it and i will watch this space it's coming but yeah it's it's tricky and you know they also said you know you you are torn between your head and your heart and it's a constant battle um between you know what you know what you should be doing in your gut and your heart but you overthink shit like if you i'm sure you girls that are listening have experienced that before like this constant battle of you know, what if this, what if that? And your head just fucking explodes with all these ridiculous, overwhelming thoughts. And, you know, you lose touch of what you wanted in the first place in your gut and in your heart because you've talked yourself out of it. So I think, you know, something I preach is having accountability and having mentors. I really do think I should get another mentor um, just to hold me accountable. Like if I say to them when I'm in my most vulnerable space and just say, you know, this is what I want, make it happen. So they can hold me accountable to that. So when I get to those moments where I'm like, oh, you know, I've thought about it and I'm not sure. I don't know if I can, blah, 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 all that disgusting shit. They can be like, nope, you fucking told me this is what you wanted and I'm going to make it happen for you. Like, this is what you need to do. let like, slap out of it and like give me a virtual slap across the face, kick up the bum if that's a bit aggressive for you. Um, but you get where I'm going with this. Like I do value mentorship and accountability, so I need to make it happen. But yeah, but I think we'll wrap it up there. There are definitely just some big takeaways that I've had this year, you know, like all this crap with the vaccine and restrictions and politics, like it's exhausting my health physically, mentally, you know, boundaries, listening to your gut. Yeah, I think um, they're probably my biggest takeaways from the year, obviously encompassing every environment I've been in that's taught me that. But they're probably the biggest takeaways and I will make changes next year and I'll probably do an episode early in 2022, just like setting my intentions for the year. You know, um, I always say, and you've probably heard of me say it on this podcast before or in one of my programs, um, you're more likely to do it if you tell people about it. So you guys are my accountability buddies. Just you wait, watch this space. I'm going to tell you and you're going to hold me to it. (laughs) But you know, it goes without saying, if you guys want that support, you know, I'm always here with me. I'm always here with me. Yes, I am. I'm always here for you guys as well. Sorry. I'm sitting in a room with no air con and I think it's like mushing my brain. I've literally got beads of sweat running down my face just to film this. So if I pass out (laughs) or I can't breathe and then I pass out, it's because of the heat. Okay. Um, But yes, what I was saying is I am here for you guys. I'm going to keep the Facebook group going for the podcast. So if you guys want to set your intentions in there, fucking go nuts. If you guys want to say what the biggest thing you took away from this year was, go nuts. I want to hear about it. I want to know. I want to know because I want to support you. And if there's anything you guys need, please tell me. I love connecting with you guys. God, I sound desperate now. (laughs) I'm not though. Honestly, it just takes my soul to another level when I hear feedback from you guys. Um, I got so many tags from uh, Spotify wrap up uh, for having my podcast in your top listened to podcast. So I really appreciate you guys. I love you so much. I love it when you message me and tell me what you got from the episode. So please do connect further with me. I absolutely love it. If you want to find me elsewhere on social media or you want to just connect, let's be friends, head to my Instagram page, which is Jade Delpup, J A Y D E D E L P U P. I will leave that in the description of this episode. Everything you need is in there in my link tree in the bio my YouTube, the Facebook group, my Facebook, my business Instagram account, whatever you need. So reach out, say hi. I will see you guys in 2022. Bye!